Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412, Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Cover Your Assets. I am Todd Rooker, and uh, I'm going to be talking to you today about a subject that uh, I reference frequently. And I think it is uh, one that is certainly on the minds of a lot of people, but most, uh, mostly for the folks who are the employees, who work for other people, who are the folks that I, in a very... Uh, offhanded way say you speak 401k what the lord's name does that actually mean you speak 401k well it means you've been (laughs) conditioned to believe that you're gonna work work for 40 years you're gonna save a little money in your qualified retirement account and then you're gonna ride off into the sunset at some point 62 65 67 70 whatever you choose, and then you can wind down and prepare to die. <laughs> yeah, are you one of those? Are you one of those? Uh, so you many times hear me say that I, I just reject that concept, and I, in, in honesty, I, I really do. Um, first, recognize that retirement as a thing that everybody aspired to in the way that they do today really didn't become uh, a thing until the depression where where the government came up with this uh you know retirement age this social security fund which is about uh, about a, a half a step towards uh guaranteed universal income where people were were going to be guaranteed that they could retire and and exit the workforce well, you know, before that, nobody ever even anticipated that. Now, maybe they thought they would make enough money that they would be able to do that. And that lends itself to the term of financial independence, which is something I have. Uh, uh, my thinking is much more akin to that. Uh, but 
prior to that, people just expected that they would continue to work, many cases just until the time that they dropped or they were taken care of or would be helped by their family. Uh, Don't forget in those years, many times, large extended families all lived together, sometimes in the same home and sometimes on the same home place where there might be five homes on one piece of land and the whole family worked together, farmed together, and they all took care of their elderly um, mom and dad. With And by the way, with great respect for the elderly um, because, you know, you, got, you can't be dumb and live, you know. <laughs> You got got to be smart just to make it that far, you know? So for those of us who are getting into our adjusted years, you know, pat yourself on the back. You're still here breathing, you know? And every day above ground is a good day, right? But, you know, the, the calculation of when or if you can ever afford to retire is certainly something that is on the minds of a lot of people. Hence, hence, why the number one uh, concern for retirees, as as uh, depicted in in uh, you know ARP uh, and and those other uh, other organizations that that cater to uh, folks who are who are in or nearing retirement, <clears throat> say that the number one fear for retirees is they're going to live too long and run out of money. <laughs> so people really are fearful of this they it really is a thing that 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 uh, affects their thinking and concerns them and i'll just tell you because i was in the business of advising and and I, i'll say again i when i was in it it was the broker business something that's a term that nobody uses today because that brings up all kinds of negative comment connotations about the investment management business, but nevertheless, uh, it's it's something that that I'm very familiar with, and I'm just going to tell you a little story that's going to illustrate this in a somewhat you know uh, comical and dramatic way. But it is not that far from the truth. So as you listen to what I say and you laugh or chuckle to yourself, you need to understand that this is the distinct reality for a whole lot of people. And so, you know, you want to know if you can retire. And so you go in and you see your retirement specialist. And and by the way, this is the reason people don't do it. I hate saying, by the way, I do that too often. Um This is the reason that people don't do it, because they are fearful of what they're going to hear and, frankly, would just rather not hear it. Or maybe they believe that that by hearing it, it's going to force them to do something that they don't want to do, meaning specifically have to curtail their current lifestyle to put more money into their investment plan. Now, I could argue about the fact that you don't need to do that because you simply need to make more money. But there's another thing that just scares people to no end because they don't know how to do that. That Their brain has never worked that way. So they don't want to go see a retirement or, or a financial advisor to tell them this because they're fearful of it. But here is many times the way that conversation goes. So you go in and I don't know what age you're at, 58, 56, 61, whatever. And you go in with the question of, Hey, can I afford to retire at X, whatever age that is that you're, you're contemplating. So the first thing they're going to be thinking about is what is your reasonable life expectancy? And see there, therein lies an issue unto itself, right? Because whatever projection we make, if we make that projection based on the fact that your average life expectancy, uh, mortality, mortality is average life expectancy over a group of people. So Gen X, baby boomers, what have you. Um, when you take that group, And you say, what is the average death? Well, that means some people are going to live longer. Some people are going to die sooner. An average may or may not relate to you at all. You may be in the group that dies sooner. You may be in the group that lives longer. But if you live in the group that lives longer, then all bets are off, right? So if we look at age 60 and say you're going to live to age 85, then we've got, you know, 25 years or whatever the the, the number would be. Rarely are people going to be retiring at age 60. But, hey, there's some people who are going to retire at 40 and 50, you know, who knows? 
And uh, and I, I'm going to say again, for those of you who have bought into this dream of retirement, I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, again, I reject the whole thing because it, it bothers me that people get out of the world and they think they're going to go fishing and play golf because they're so miserable in their job every day that they go. They just can't can't imagine how, how much longer they can keep doing this before they just have a heart attack and die. Not because not because that that they can't keep doing it because they're so frustrated and bored and angry and don't enjoy what they're doing. And that's a sad portrayal on the world. But ironically, it's a real thing for a lot of people who are going to work every day. Nevertheless, when you get out of the workplace and you stop uh, being active, your brain actively being recruited to to make decisions and and to and to uh, come up with ideas and strategies. When that happens, that's when you have to start playing, you know, uh, crossword puzzles just to keep your brain working. It's kind of a depressing thought, but for a lot of people, you folks out there, you're dreaming of that. So I'm not going to argue with that more. You can already tell my perception of it, but whatever. So when you look at that timeline, that average mortality that you're anticipating in your retirement accounts, first thing that they're going to have to try to figure out, which is to say, how long are you going to need income in retirement and whether or not you've got the money and the resources to be able to support your lifestyle throughout that period of time. So that's the first component in this. So they're looking at that. And of course, God forbid you should live longer. Well, then that could be problematic. So you go and see your, your specialist, your, your person who is going to give you uh, advice and, and, uh, you're going to, you know, guide you through this process. And they're going to look at your investments and they're going to talk with you about how your investments are currently positioned. And so for most of you who are in the accumulation phase of your life, and let's be clear about what accumulation phase represents. Accumulation phase represents you're in the time of your life where you do not need income from your investments. You are earning income as in employment or your your business, and that is creating your earned earned income. Go to work, do your thing, and get paid for it. That's your earned income. So as a result of that, you are earning income through activities, and you don't need your investments to provide that income to you. So you can take and spend less than you earn, fund your retirement account or whatever vehicle you're using, and you don't need the money to live on because your earned income is is taking care of that, that prospect for you. That is a different phase of life, and you are able to take on a little more risk that enables you to deal with the ups and downs in the market over a period of time, which means that, you know, if you start investing or or contributing to your company-sponsored retirement account at age 25, age 30, or whatever the case may be, and a lot of you who are listening to this, I already know all the statistics, so I know how far behind the eight ball most of you are, and I know you just kind of go ho-hum because you don't know what you can do about it, and I, I get it, but... If you do that, you've got 30 years, 35 years, 40 years, maybe longer, that you are going to be contributing to that. And during that period of time, there's going to be ups and downs in the market. The market meaning the investment market, wherein you are putting money away in stocks and bonds, and without getting into too much philosophical you know conversation about how you should be invested and how your overall portfolio should put x percentage into bonds and x percentage into active investments like stocks mutual funds index funds and and the like without getting into that you can deal with the ups and downs in the market because you don't need the money so in other words when the when you're contributing to a retirement account you are generally doing that through your work and that often means that you're going to do something called dollar cost averaging now dollar cost averaging simply is a term that is used to say you're going to put the same amount of money in to your retirement account to be used to invest the same number every single month now sometimes that will be different because maybe you're paid every two weeks and maybe you're only going to contribute to the months that you have two pay cycle or the whole year rather when you have two pay cycles even though you may have two extra pay cycles throughout the course of the year 
or maybe you elect, depending on if that option is available, to contribute every two weeks, which means you'd be contributing 26 times a year as opposed to 24 times a year, two times a month. In that case, you're going to have more money than somebody who says, I'm going to contribute uh, two times a month, and then when I have an extra third pay cycle, only happens two times a year, I won't have anything taken out for my retirement account. But whatever it is, you're contributing the same amount every single time. So if you do that, then you're buying shares in something, most likely. Now, whether that be a mutual fund or whether that be in, in bonds, you're contributing the same amount of money. But remember that the market is up and down literally day by day, sometimes minute by minute. <laughs> so what does that mean? It means that whatever number you're contributing each month, let's say you're doing 250 every two weeks or 500 dollars per month. Well, in the months that the share price is high, that means that that $500 is going to buy fewer shares. And in the months where that share price is low, that $500 is going to buy more shares, right? But you don't care because by doing that, buying more or less shares with the ups and downs of the market, you're going to wind up paying an average share price over time. Sometimes you'll buy more, sometimes you'll buy less, sometimes you'll pay this much, sometimes you'll pay this much less. And by doing that, you are averaging and eliminating the ups and downs because, you know, most people who don't understand, they, and by the way, I did it again, and when people do this, they don't even know they're doing it. That's that's the interesting thing. A lot of people are contributing to their retirement account and they understand so little about their what they're doing. They don't even know that this is going on. They don't even know that they're paying more this this pay cycle than last pike pay cycle for, you know, American funds or for their, you know, uh mid cap whatever. They don't know that. But that is what's happening. And that eliminates the problem because for a lot of people, the only thing they understand is they want to buy low and sell high. That is how much they understand. And I'm, am I making a joke about this because of the lack of understanding? You better believe I certainly am. It's frustrating that you, those of you out there have this desire to retire and you understand so little about what's going on. Uh, I get paid an hourly rate, not to tell you what to do, but to teach you how to think. And these are the points that you need to drink up and and use to think and make decisions. So if I'm doing that over time, I don't really care if the market is up or down. I'm going to contribute the same thing every single month. And, and if the market goes down, it really doesn't bother me that much because I know in time the market's going to recover, it's going to rebound, and it's not that big of a deal because I don't need the money. That's the main thing. I don't need the money. And so... Yeah, you know, you hear people come to work and say, yeah, I lost 10 grand yesterday or they come to work the, the next month and they say they made 10 grand next month. And the reality is they never lost or or gained other than the fact that it went up or down, because until you sell those those individual equities or shares, you didn't you didn't make money or you didn't lose money because they could go down the next day. So you got to stop taking ownership of that and just recognize that you get to dollar cost average and buy up and down throughout the course of your working earned income lifetime without any concern because you're in the accumulation phase and you don't need the money. That's the most important point. Now, when I come back, we're going to talk about now you're in the drawdown stage. You're going to be in the income stage and how you have to adjust your portfolio over that period of time and what that will mean to your potential rate of return and how that will affect your trajectory and your income over retirement. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs? If you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business, I would like to welcome you to our village. I am Alicia Webb, President and Vice Chair of Village Bank. I am also a villager. Village Bank is an entrepreneur's bank, built by an entrepreneur for entrepreneurs. As a community bank, we are here to help businesses grow and make our community strong. If you want a bank that understands what it takes to build something special and puts relationships first, connect with us. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit us online at villagebankonline.bank. Again, that's villagebankonline.bank. 
It takes a village to accomplish business goals. Be sure to tune in to Cover Your Assets the last Saturday of every month in 2021 to fill your entrepreneurial cup of ambition and start your Saturday off right with your village. Village Bank. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Social Security, you've spent your entire working life paying into it. So don't you want to get the most out of it? Jim Baer and his team at JLN Financial can show you ways to do that with their free Social Security report. Download your copy today at rhythmofretirement.com slash social security. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash social security. JL and Financial offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and JL and Financial are not affiliated companies. JL and Financial is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or governmental agency. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412, Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. And we're back. So I hope you're, you're uh, learning something. Maybe for some of you, this is old hat. And I appreciate that fact. But, you know, we got to bring everybody along here on the train. And we got to explain things so that everybody understands. So that is the accumulation phase, which means that although the ups and downs of the market may, may, may be an irritant to you, they do not necessarily wreck your day because you know that most likely... <laughs> Most likely, the market is going to recover, and and you know you, you're still going to eat tomorrow, and and everything's going to be okay because you're earning income because you're you're earning income, and you know there is certainly something to be said that during your accumulation years, whether the market is up or down as a whole, whether stocks are doing well as a whole. I mean, there can be bull years where you just happen to be born in and live in, in years where your portfolio and, and to no, uh, to no credit of your own and your, and or your financial advisor. Your financial advisor is not, is not a, a, a fortune teller. They do not know What's going to go up and what's going to go down? I got news for you. Hiring a really impressive financial advisor is not going to do that for you. And for all, all of those of you, from somebody who's been in the business, for those of you who believe that you're going to hire a really intelligent person who is going to a really intelligent, impressive financial advisor, you know, they live in a big house, they belong to the country club, and they drive a Bentley. And you think because of that, they know how to pick investments better than you. You're wrong about that. Uh, they may understand the market, but in terms of what goes up and what 
heart goes down, most likely they know no more about it than you do. And if only by the grace of God, you live in an era where the market is up for the majority of your working life, you'll do well in the market. And if the market is not up during your working lifetime, for the most part, well, then you're not going to do as well. And and no one person is, is necessarily going to be responsible for that. Uh, that doesn't mean that people won't take credit for it. You'll take credit for it. Your kids will say that mom and dad were really smart. No, mom and dad were really lucky, period. And your investment advisors, same deal. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't give a crap what you think. I'm right, you're wrong. That's how it works. So if you're lucky enough to live in those years, great. And if you're not so lucky, well, then you're not so lucky. And that is why you you really need to be conservative in your estimates because you really don't know. And the reason that you have a highly diversified portfolio when it comes to paper investments is because you have zero control over anything. When you own a business, you have control over everything. But I got news for you. If you had that level of control with a publicly traded stock, that'd be considered insider trading. So the reality is that when you're investing in the market, you're investing in many things. In some instances, when you're investing in in a, in a uh, diversified portfolio of mutual funds, well, every mutual fund probably has 2,000 companies that they're investing in. <laughs> and you're in, you're in five of them. Well, you know, you're so diversified, it's insanity. And what's going on, and, and remember that I came from the world of the broker business where you actually may have been diversified amongst 10 individual equities or stocks. That's very different than what you have today with the highly diversified investments that are available today that really, for the most part, weren't, or at least not in, in great regard as they are today. So when you're investing in these things, what you're really doing is you are trying to eliminate the downside risk. Because remember, some things that you invest in, even if it were only 10, would do really well, and some things would do not so well, and you just get an average overall rate of return. Some things do well, some things do not do so well. And based on how much you have in each one of those things, that tells you what your average annualized rate of return is going to be. So you're eliminating the downside risk through that diversification. But I got news for you, folks. You're also severely watering down the upside potential. So what you find is that some of the most successful investors are investing in things with a philosophy like, let's say, Warren Buffett, and they don't even believe in diversification in the same way that you do. But that's different because those people sometimes are market makers. I mean, if Warren Buffett makes a big move and buys a big chunk of something, instantly it changes the market dynamics and and it's a totally different thing. So for those of you who are diversifying, you're doing that to eliminate the downside risk, but also while doing that, you're you're also minimizing the upside potential. So that's the reality. That's why when you take a look at what you have as an anticipated rate of return over time, I hate to say this to you, but your overall portfolio is probably going to enjoy if you're lucky, a 6 to 8% compounded return over time, which is really good, actually. Because remember that if you have 70% of your money in stocks, and those stocks might be mutual funds, because remember, mutual funds, most likely the portfolio of money that they're dealing with, that's all you as their clients, all the people who have the money in those funds, they're putting a portion, the vast majority of that in stocks. But then you as an individual may very well be putting 30%, 70% to the stocks and 30% to the bonds, which means now you've got a blended rate of return over time that diversifies against not just the multiple stocks that you have, but also against the bond portfolio that you're carrying. So 6 to 8% return for most of you, you are not going to be that all, that excited about it, which is why, frankly, it's almost easier just to look at it and say, how much are you saving and forget about the rate of return altogether? <laughs> wow. But nevertheless, you're in the market, you're in the accumulation stage, and you can deal with the ups and downs because you don't need the money. And when the market bounces back, you've got you've got the same amount of shares today as you had yesterday. And when those shares recover, you get all of that recovery back. That's important to understand. Now, when I get into the drawdown income stage where I'm going to stop working and I need to live on that money, whoa, contraire, that's a different thing. And here's why. Because if I determine that I need 10 grand a month to live and I remain in stocks 
Well, if this month I need $10,000 and the market is up, well, that means the shares that I own are going to be higher in their value, which means I'll need to sell fewer of them to be able to get my $10,000 to live on. Now, recognize, I understand what I'm explaining is highly simplistic, and I do understand the complex side to this, but I want to make this clear for everybody. I'm buying... Uh, I'm, I'm selling, rather, fewer shares to accomplish my $10,000 in income this month. However, next month, maybe the share prices are down, and as a result, I have to sell more shares to get my $10,000 to live on. Well, what does that mean? That means throughout the ups and downs of the market, I am losing more shares when the market is down, and consequently, when the market does recover, I am personally not recovering on the same level because I don't have the same number of shares to recover with anymore because I had to sell more of them to get my 10 grand a month. That's the dilemma. And that's why when you move into the income drawdown stage, you have to be conscious that I want something that doesn't have these huge fluctuations that the market might actually experience. So I move into different types of investments that provide me with less upside potential or rate of return, but don't have the downside risk either. And so consequently, I give away the upside potential to have the stability of a consistent return and a, and a nice, uh, what, comfortable ride, if you will. Well, what does that mean? It means that my rate of return that might have been six, seven, eight, ten percent and by the way, when I, I just did it again, uh, and when I I look at those those different numbers I just gave you six eight ten. There is catastrophic difference between six percent and seven percent and eight percent. Just so so you understand, in the investment business, the difference between averaging over a person's lifetime seven percent as opposed to six percent, that difference in that individual's portfolio will be utterly profound, sometimes in the hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of difference because of that 1% or what we call 100 basis points. So that's a big deal. Nevertheless, I now go to my retirement specialist, ask them whether I can or can't afford to retire. They explain to me what I've just explained to you, and they say we're going to need to begin to diversify our investments amongst different types of vehicles, or we're going to sell off some of these stocks and we're going to divest of them and start putting our money into safer, more consistently riding vehicles. Those vehicles most likely will be more bonds, annuities, or maybe dividend paying stocks. All right. Well, what does that mean in today's world that I can expect to get as a rate of return? <sighs> Probably something in the range of two and a half to three and a half percent. Whoa, whoa, that's not, that's not, uh, wow. Yeah, that's right. Because now you need the income. Now you're in the drawdown stage. So you talk to your advisor. And they say, well, you're going to need $10,000. We're going to build an inflationary factor into that, inflationary hedge, which means, of course, each year, as if, if inflation is going up, and we should anticipate that it will, that God forbid we know where we are with inflation right now. <laughs> Whoa. And you're talking to somebody who lived through high inflationary times, like the late 70s and early 80s, when inflation exceeded 10% per year. But... Let's just use a reasonable inflationary factor. Two and a half, 2.75, 3%, 3.25, whatever number you want to throw in there. And that means that you're going to need more and more income, even though your income isn't going up anymore. Remember before when you used to work, you would get inflationary increases in your income each year. Uh, and that could be either driven by simply the company adds more or through raises and, and increases in, in salary. Or it could mean that they are legitimately giving you inflationary increases in pay, which oftentimes are not even keeping pace with what's going on in the market. Nevertheless, you're getting that, but you're not doing that anymore because you're not working anymore. So now we just need more money from your investments to be able to do that same thing. Wow. Is that, could that have an impact? That could have a dramatic impact. And so when we build that in, your advisor says, okay, you're going to need $10,000 per month and you've got a million dollars 
and you you think you're rich because you got a million dollars. Except just do simple math and say if I need $120,000 a year and I've got a life expectancy, I just said mortality, of 25, 30 years. <laughs> wow, how am I going to get hundred and twenty grand without even considering inflation? For the next 25 years when I'm taking 120 grand a year out of this thing. But here's the other problem. That may be less than what you need because if you need $10,000 a month and you contributed to your retirement account with a traditional contribution wherein you did not pay taxes going in, but now as taking money out, you're going to pay income taxes on all of the money that's coming out. Wow, I'm going to need way more than $10,000 a month to be able to get $10,000 a month. And if I get a 3% return on a million dollars, that's only $30,000 per year without touching the principal. And I got to pay income taxes on that. So I'm not even going to get the $30,000 per year. Whoa. Hey, you understand why people are worried about outliving their income or outliving their savings. Let's take another break. We'll be right back. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Are you missing anything in your plan? Find out with JLN Financial's Retirement Checklist. If you can check all the boxes on the list, you may be ready for retirement. If not, Allen Financial can help. Get this checklist now at rhythmofretirement.com slash checklist challenge. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash checklist challenge. Allen Financial offers insurance services. Investing involves risk. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and Allen Financial are not affiliated companies. Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. Mike Overson here of Minnesota Home Talk. With today's housing market, buying a house is a competition. To win in a multiple offer situation, you have to work with a local lender who has the reputation of being 100% reliable. Come to the winning team. Get pre-approved for your loan by one of the top lenders in the nation, the Mike Overson Mortgage Team at Luminate Home Loans. We will help you win. Call me at 612 202 8321. That's Mike Overson at 612-202-8321 or go to applywithmike.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. 
However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Yeah, and we're back. So, 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 so. So you're told that you're going to get a much lower return on investment over your retirement years to ensure that you have a nice, smooth ride. And maybe this is an important point uh, or time to make. Uh, I would like to, uh, in saying this, uh, welcome uh, my sponsor, Jim Baer, uh, retirement specialist. And I'll make the point that hiring an investment manager or retirement specialist is not a bad thing. So if I insinuated that earlier, it's not the point. The reality is that most often what they're trying to do is to minimize the downside risk over time. Because when you have extreme lows, recovering from those things takes a lot longer than you think. So if you can minimize the lows overall, you will have a much more successful accumulation phase. And that's very, very important. So while they're not going to be able to pick the super duper high flyers or have any idea of what the return is going to be. They are trying to hedge the risk for the most part because there is market risk and that risk can be more easily managed through a diversified portfolio. And those are the things that they are expert at. And those are some uh, some of the very valuable reasons why you have an advisor and you actually hire somebody to do that. And so for, for anyone to listen to this and take away from the fact that I'm saying that an advisor does not have a very meaningful and useful place in your in your investment life that would be incorrect i am not saying that at all but i am saying for a lot of the people who are trying to get the super duper best returns because frankly the reason they're doing that is because they're not putting enough away in savings uh i don't think that's a good strategy at all and uh and and being a stock picker or an analyst is most often not an answer to putting away fewer dollars. It just isn't because when you take more risk, we have a we have a, a test a, a, we run you through in that in in the financial business, which is to determine how much risk you're willing to take on to enjoy a higher rate of return. Beta, well that. That risk-reward calculation, I frankly laugh at because I believe that when you take more risk, you don't really have that much greater potential for upside. I'm understanding, and you should be too, that that might be that we're going to invest in companies that have a greater uh, greater opportunity to grow. An example is, hey, Coca-Cola is not going to double their revenues next year. They are immersed in nearly every uh, market that they can be in. And so the idea that they're going to double their business at this level in their business uh, trajectory, probably not going to happen. But if you have a brand new company that has very little market share, obviously they have more upside potential. But they have a whole lot more volatility. And my sense is that more often than not, when you're taking on that risk, you're not necessarily getting greater upside potential. You're just taking on more risk, but that's, that's me. So forgive me for that. Anyway. So when I look at, 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 you know, my retirement specialist who says, oh my gosh, they tell me I'm only going to get a 3% return on my million dollar portfolio, which is only going to be $30,000 per year, but that's going to be taxed as income, which means, hey, I'm only going to get 23000 or $26,000 a year or whatever the number is. Well, there's no way. I can't live on that. I need ten grand a month in take-home pay. 
Wow. But then my advisor says, listen, no worries. We're going to do capital distribution where we're going to take a portion of your portfolio. We're going to liquidate it and we're going to use that to support and subsidize the shortfall between what you're getting each month and what you need each month. And as long as you don't live beyond 11 and a half years, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> is it real? Is that really? Kind of what the conversation might be. More often than not, that is the reality of what we're talking about. Because you're going to run out of money. And if that doesn't scare people, I don't know what will. And when you look at the statistics, and the statistics say that people don't have enough money put away. I mean, the vast majority of folks who are out there, when they retire, are going to have less than $100,000. That's the, that is, that is the majority. All right. <clears throat> I mean, that, that is simply average amount of retirement savings among Americans is as little as $100,000. And 26% of non-retirees haven't saved anything yet all the way up to age 38. <laughs> Listen to that. That might be you. So that's, that's the issue. That really is the issue. So we have to be conscious of what are people being told and how much does it take? So let's just take a look at what should we, what is a, what is a, a very basic formula that we can look at to determine how much money we're going to need in retirement and whether or not that works. So let's, let's look at first social security. When you consider Social Security, it's a huge component of your retirement. And that's why many Social Security specialists are, in fact, just that's what that's what retirement planning is for uh, in a big way. It's a big part of it. And when to take uh, Social Security and when to let it ride really depends on a lot of different factors. And that's why there is utterly a lot of complexity into this. And for a lot of you just say, well, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to live, so I'm just going to take the money now or. Or, you know, I'm, I'm going to take it later. But the, the, the complexity that should be considered when making that decision isn't even involved in your decision. And that's a problem. So talking to a specialist who can help you look at this thing properly is certainly worth it. That's why a guy like Jim Bear is so useful to this conversation. Nevertheless, let's say that you want to retire at age 67 and based on your, your life expectancy, we believe that you're going to have, you know, I don't know, we're going to have 27 years to age 94. <laughs> let's say, let's say, well, if we're going to use that number, that means you're going to have 27 years if you retire at age 67 that you're going to need to live on the income. So if we take your retirement savings and your retirement, um, the amount of money that you contributed to your retirement that determines how much a benefit you're going to get has to do with the last 10 quarters leading up to the time that you begin to draw, which means, which means that making the most amount of money for you might be a really good thing in those last 10 quarters leading up to the time that you're going to begin to draw Social Security because that's going to get you the most meaningful benefit. Now, I don't know if you have the ability to affect that or not, but making more money, working hard during those last 10 quarters to ensure that you're at the maximum amount of income that yields you the maximum amount of benefit is really about positioning for retirement, something else that your retirement specialist can talk with you about. Let's take another break, and when we come back, I'm going to tell you about the Social Security component and a very basic way to look at do you have enough money saved or will you have enough money saved to be able to retire at the age that you propose and live the life that you want to live thereafter, you know, as you wind down preparing for death. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day -day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career 
career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients, while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me. There really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Do you know how your money might be taxed when you're retired? Discover what your future taxes could look like with a free guide called Take Charge of Your Taxes from Jim Baer at JLN Financial. See the updated tax brackets, current itemized deductions, and much more. Don't pay more in taxes than you have to. Get Take Charge of Your Taxes from Jim Baer at JLN Financial today. Download your copy at rhythmofretirement.com slash take charge of your taxes. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash take charge of your taxes. JL and Financial is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and JL and Financial are not affiliated companies. Neither the firm nor its agents or representatives may give tax advice. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Okay. Welcome back. So this might be the component that you're that you're looking for. And I want to make a point about this retirement thing is that you could take and subtract out what might be pension plan money and or Social Security, because those often do have an inflationary component built into them. But if you were to take this very formula that I'm giving you uh, as it relates to your overall assets, you could determine if you're financially independent at any point in your life, which, as you know, I'm more interested in achieving financial independence than I am in retirement. But they are part and parcel very similar. Uh, so let's, let's just begin here and let's talk about, uh, how you would, how you would want to look at this. So let's start with a couple that's age 55. 
<clears throat> let's assume that each is contributing the maximum amount they can to their IRA every year. Remember, IRA contributions are a much lesser number than a 401k, 403b, and then you've got different numbers for a SEP, a KEO. And for a lot of you, um, you may have a 401k that has the provision to enable you to contribute a Roth contribution. So just very clearly, let's make the point that a Roth contribution is an after-tax contribution, which frankly, for most people, that's a better thing, which means you could then contribute 20,000 plus per year per person. But let's assume seven grand is the max. And let's assume that the couple is contributing $14,000 a year between the two of them. They have $150,000 already saved. They would like to retire at their full retirement age as defined by Social Security, which is age 67. He will have $2,200 per month at that point based on that contribution, based on that, that contribution and the income level that they're at. They're going to have $26,400 per year in Social Security for him and $13,200 per year for her. <clears throat> now, the 14000 their total annual contributions to their retirement account, times 12 is $168,000. That's their total retirement savings multiplied by the number of years that they have left to contribute. That equals $168,000. And at this point, they have $150,000. Notice, I'm not even adding how much they're going to earn or yield on the investment year over year. We're looking at it from the most simplistic way we can, just pure savings, right? So they got 150 grand now. We know in 12 years, they're going to have another 168,000. So the combined total of those two is $318,000. We're then going to take the $318,000. We're going to divide it by the number of years they, they we believe they have in retirement. And that 318,000 divided by 27 is $11,777 per year, right? So if you take that number, 11777 plus the $26,400 that he's going to get in Social Security per year, plus the 13200 that she's going to get per year, their total annual expected retirement income is going to be $51,377. And that is from essentially guaranteed sources less the investment side. So they've got the retirement that's pretty much guaranteed. And then if we assume that we're going to have a 3% inflationary rate with a 3% uh, uh, increasing number along the way, they're basically canceling each other out, right? So, okay, we're increasing the amount we're gonna, we're gonna get each year, but the cost of goods and services is going up at an equal amount. Basically, we're just looking at the savings, at the real number. And that is the most simplistic way there is to look at whether you do or don't have dollars to retire. Now, I'm going to tell you that it is not that simple and that you need to factor in inflation and that you need to strategize with your Social Security to really come about where you're at. But that if you want to start somewhere, that's a pretty simple way to do it. Now, the the point that I'll make is this. Most of you speaking 401k. Brian's my producer on the other side of the glass here. He's a, he's a, he speaks 401k too. He's an employee. And most of the people he knows and most of the people that his family knows, if he's typical, if he's typical, he might be totally a, you know, he may not, he might not be that him, but they are all thinking the same way. So I'm saying to you, a lot of people are coming up short when they do this and they are they are wanting to say what can i do to try to fix that problem given that i haven't done any of the things you're talking about i haven't put that amount of money away if i do this formula it's not going to work so is there any way that i can try to recover and catch up there is there is uh, but they are, they're going to require some fairly significant moves on your part, which means that you might need to make more money. You might need to downsize your home. You might need to change your investment strategy. But the sooner you know, the faster you can adjust to those things. And remember something else. Focus on becoming wealthy by creating financial independence. Then retirement becomes a non-issue, doesn't it? Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.
I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.